Warning: The following episode may contain spicy hot takes. Please enjoy responsibly. We would be honored if you would join us. Ojaba. Ojaba. Hello, hello, hello there! Hi! My name is Aid, and you're listening to Thule Squadron Radio. And I yeah, am Yen. And yes, and, you messed that up. And I am eight. <laughs> yes. Yes. Gisli is not with us today, at least not yet. No, I might pop in later, but I doubt it. He's like getting ready to go abroad. Abroad. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how are you doing? It's been a while. Pretty good. Uh, I'm... Last, uh, you know, uh, a fortnight ago, I was pretty depressed because you guys broke my stream of 130 episodes. Yeah. And then I issued you a Thule challenge just to rub salt in the wounds. Sure. I, I, um, I refuse to acknowledge any challenges made uh, during my absence. Okay, it's great. I can repeat it a little later then. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so, uh, so where were you vacationing? I was vacationing in Portugal. Oh, that sounds so nice. Oh yeah, it was extra nice. Like ten days. Uh, me, my kids, my wife, my sister, her family, and my mom. So, oh, yeah. twelve of us. Out in the countryside, we rented like a little villa, um, loads of space, tennis court, football court, the swimming pool, outside oh. barbecues, you know, it was just heaven, heaven for 10 days and the uh, you know, weather was awesome. So not, not like super touristy, just uh, uh, no, no. Essentially, a, a cabin in the woods, but the woods was located. Well, there might not have been a wood, and it was in Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no woods. Just uh, loads and loads of scenery. Uh, uh, you could see all over, and we had two cars, so when we felt like doing something, we just drove there, and you know, went go went all over the place. We were like uh, half an hour from Lisbon. Just south of there. Oh, nice! Uh, that sounds so nice. Yeah, went all all over the place. I think I drove like I don't even know how much. Probably around two thousand kilometers. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, um, yeah. Cool. I've, I've since, never uh, been, I've never been to Portugal, sort of proper. Uh, I've only no. been to the Azores. But all right, that's like. Well, it's technically a part of Portugal, but it's also like yeah, sure. <laughs> quite far away. Yeah. It's like an island in the middle of the Atlantic, South Atlantic. Am I right about that? 
Uh, yeah, sort of mid-Atlantic. All right. I guess, I mean, well, it's south from North Atlantic, so. True. Well, anyway, it was awesome, and I couldn't be bothered chiming in when you guys were recording. I was probably no, no, something. no, that makes, that makes total sense. Yeah. Uh, you? I've, uh, I spent uh, last week in York, like old York. Yes. In, old in York. England. Not the new, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and tell us, with whom did you go? <laughs> well, I, I went with my son and, and one of his friends and said friend's mother. Um, so it was a little bit of sort of like a two families going together thing. Um, and um, and we just, um, yeah, cruised around and, you know, saw the beautiful, beautiful old town. Uh, got authentic British weather. You every day it said it will rain at some point, and it rained at some point, but most of the time it was actually quite decent. So that was nice. What? Cool. Very cool. Sorry, I'm, I'm concentrating on trying to open this bottle of whiskey. Um. And I've been saving this one for the next time we podcast. This is a Nika Japanese whiskey, oh, coffee grain. So good. Yeah, I haven't tried this one before. I've had a few Nikas, but not coffee grain. Ah, uh, yeah, well, the coffee grain bit is like a minus for me, I think. I've been quite excited to take up this sip. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, do we have any news? Oh, that's good. Um, news? Yeah. News? Ish. Yeah. I mean, it's not new news. Ish. But it's news. We have the a date for the Thai Bomber expansion pack and some reveals. Oh, we do. We do. Yes. So, uh, yeah, let's just uh, let's just do that. Dive in. Okay. So, let's see. When is it coming out? It's coming out like end of August. August twenty fifth is the official release date. Thai has a bomber expansion pack, and you get two bombers, which is a and stuff. which is a good amount of bombers. I mean, I realize yeah. that there's some people who's going to be, yeah, why do I have to buy two? I barely need one, and so on. But I mean, in the no, grand no. in the grand three. scheme of things, then and actually, you do need three, but maybe you have yeah. some already. But in the grand scheme of things, I think these is like good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, points dependent <laughs> on the new standard pilots that come with it. I think uh, you probably need three if you're running them uh, at all. So, yeah, as it looks right now, at least I agree. But I think, especially with the new with the new options you get with the standard loadouts, which we'll get into, then I think there could be situations where you just fly one or two. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we have seen the. The, the bomber triplets uh, mm-hmm. uh, quite a lot recently. So, 
Yeah, that Jonas fella yeah. makes everyone better. He does indeed. He does indeed. That is uh, like a 10-point ship that has three models and three bases. Yeah. yeah. Which gets to shoot three times. Or even six times. Exactly. Um, so we don't have any new sort of custom pilots. It's the four we know. And then those yeah. four also as standard loadouts. And then there are some generics that nobody's ever going to use. Uh, and True. 16 upgrade cards. Uh, and that's sort of what's in the pack. Yeah. Three punch sheets. Let me see. You need two dials. You need like four chits. Four, five, yeah. And plus the generic ones. And then we need some bomb tokens. So, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that's probably a, quite a, a, quite a, a large variety of bomb tokens. That makes sense. I don't think so. And then some locks and some blah and some blah. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah that, that, that explains all the upgrade cards. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, let me see. Play. What is the play time on the back of the? Oh, it's forty-five minutes. You know, the usual X-Men games last forty-five minutes. Thirty to forty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah, but but do uh, take into account like a half an hour of setup. Oh, idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> yeah, but it is it is a little bit weird, like thirty to forty five minutes. I mean, what are you doing in yeah. thirty to forty five minutes? Um, Nothing. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a squad building that takes that. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. But not uh, even. Not even. No. Okay. So uh, let's get into these standard loadouts, and and let let's try as we go through each one of them to sort of talk about what we think they'll cost so all, right. all of them have um different abilities than the pilot of the same name so we are assuming and i think it's a fair assumption that the four custom loadouts are exactly the four pilots we know unchanged uh yeah and i think that is a very strong assumption especially because two of them were actually printed unchanged in the imperial starter pack that just came out so that seems very unlikely to change so uh so if we start here with deathfire uh well maybe we should mention that none of these have any none of them have any extra hull or weird shields oh. or anything they're just like basic stats um two to six two to six yeah so we start with Deathfire, the obstantionate bombardier, uh, who have two charges, one recurring. Uh, after you fully execute a speed three to five maneuver, if you have not dropped or launched the device this round, you may spend two charges to drop or launch a bomb using the free straight template. And then it has the nimble bomber as usual. Yeah. Yep. So you can use the three straight and three backs. To yes. travel, drop, launch. Well, to drop, I would say, because Nibble Bomber only works for dropping. Um, depending. That's but true. It's That's complicated, true. right? 
Then he has right. like standard Cononets, he has standard proton bombs, and then he has this custom pilot ability that says swift approach. During the system phase, after you drop or launch your device, you may perform a white barrel roll or white boost action, even while stressed. Right. Okay. So at least it's after, right? Yeah, just to get out of it. Yeah, but yeah. But the pilot but ability, I really, though. I really, really dislike that. I mean, I mean the the range on that shit. It's so long. If you take take into effect, he has like a five choreograph. Yeah. Yeah. So you're then afraid he can... that he'll he'll K turn and then immediately poop a bomb. Yeah. Yeah. What, why wouldn't you? And then you go the the the, the round after you go uh, blue maneuver, poop another bomb, and uh, poop another bomb, then blue maneuver and reload. Yeah. And poop another bomb and reload. You can just have them dedicated. I mean, okay, I can see you using one bomber just for that. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, this is sort of like a three point bomber, right? Yeah, it, it only not. drops yeah. bombs, right? Uh, yeah. And then it shoots with its two dice gun. Yeah. Which is a lot less effective in, than all the area denial you can get out of pooping bombs all over the place. Yeah. I mean, even if you're just discouraging or delaying your opponent's uh, trajectory into the uh, middle of the board where all the objectives are, he's worth his points. Yeah, I mean, I would say that if he does the, if he uses his ability, yeah, he will be hit by his own bomb. Mm. Yeah, sure. Because this thing where he can boost after dropping a launching, yeah, that's only system phase. Yeah. That only works in the system phase, right? Um, yep. And I think it's also important to note, uh, just if anybody were confused about this part, that when it says after you fully execute, blah, 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 if you have not dropped or launched the device, you may spend two charges to drop or launch a bomb. That doesn't mean that you can launch a bomb that you cannot normally launch. So he's never going to launch there because the proton bombs say drop, they don't say launch, and he doesn't have trajectory simulator. Um, right. Except he sort of does. But... At least sort he's of. now not shooting his lasers, right? So it's not like a B-wing just lobbing a proton bomb out and shooting you with a free dice gun. True. Potentially with double uh, bombs. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's the sort of on the cusp of actually being a tra uh, same effect as a trajectory simulator in today's game. Yeah. I mean, if you got a proton bomb ahead of you, what are you doing? Are you going right in there? You know, uh, I, mean, I guess it depends on what you're flying. Uh, My Republic list will just go in there and say, "Well, yeah. that's one less gun pointed at me." Yeah, I'll but, take well, a shield. You know, yeah, but that's one health of a lot of guys, probably, because you're 
You're chucking them together. Yeah. And yeah. also, that means next term, you're probably taking another one. Well, if you're not, then uh, area denial is working. I mean, I would say that uh, this seems to be like a, a round two move that Death Eye would do this, right? Absolutely. Uh, and since he's placed, placed at I2, I do, most lists will have, you know, a lot of agency on how they set up across from him because he would be down on the board first. Yeah, he's low initiative. So, I, I, I absolutely, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm with you. I can see the, the uh, NPE is a little strong, but I can see he's a little bit like, ugh. Uh, but he's not like, if I were to choose, is this, uh, uh, is this worse than, uh, I don't know, uh, F.O. Malarus? That is also a free point ship? No. I think Matters no, does I... more during a game than this guy. I think Matt yeah, Mallorus is such a different kind of beast. He's just the pain in the ass to kill. Yeah. Uh, this one's easy to kill, but you have to sacrifice for it. Yeah. That's that's uh, true. And even even though even though you get, uh, uh, you have to set up first. You do have the uh, drop a bomb. Wait, can you drop a bomb? No, you can't drop one the first turn. I mean, uh, you uh, drop a bomb to actually use the boost to alter your trajectory to line up for next round, but you can't because you've probably dropped a bomb outside the play area, right? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I mean, if you set up like sideways. But then you really need your point. trajectory. <laughs> then you can. Uh, yeah. 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 True. Yeah. Then you can uh, trajectory simulate your own, uh, <laughs> your own position here. Or, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, no, 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 yeah. no. I guess you could actually, you could like uh, start the game with like a free bank, and then, no, wait, no, it doesn't work. I was thinking you could drop the bomb before you do the K turn, but you can only drop the bomb after the K turn if you haven't dropped the bomb that round. So, right. So maybe the system works. Let's see. Uh, but you, nah. you, do you agree that he will? come out as on standard loadout as a free pointer. Probably. Probably. I mean they have to point it so that we buy it, right? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'll shut up now. <laughs> Good. Let's move on to the next one. Right. And that in that guy we have an I4 major rhymer. And what is that? Precision destruction. destruction. That sounds ominous. All right, he's got he's got no charges. He's just a two two six, and his pilot ability reads: While you perform a torpedo attack, if the defenders in your bullseye change one focus result to a crit. Oh, 
That's nice. And he's got an advanced Proton Torpedo. Um, Nibble Bomber, he, he does have, which... And Burners. Because he doesn't have any He doesn't bombs. have a bomb, so... Yeah. All right. So, uh, in addition to the advanced Proton Torpedo he has, uh, and the soft focus on it, uh, as per uh, Paldebili, He's got automated loaders, and that reads, after you perform a primary attack, you may spend one charge to perform a reload action. Oh, so, after you use the, right, okay. Yeah, you, after you use the advanced proton torpedo, you're gonna have to shoot a primary, and after you shoot the primary next round, you can reload the uh, advanced torpedo for free. Yeah, but only once. Only once, but that's all you need, I think. Yeah. And then he's got the afterburners, two chargers, and that's just a standard afterburners. Yeah, that's pretty good. I four advanced proton. Yeah, I mean, Bomber even higher. No long range munitions. Yeah. I think he'll die before he gets to range one. I mean, but then he will at least draw a lot of fire while he does that. <laughs> um, and I mean, I think he, he is yeah. the kind of guy who can just like, oh, I'll just, you know, barrel into lock and then I'm pretty much fully modded. Like I have one, yeah. one focus conversion and it's even into a crit so sure he can he will probably end up with two crits on those advanced protons right yeah. um i think he is like and I, I think his thing is like you can't just completely ignore him because if he shoots two advanced proton torpedoes into you <laughs> during a game then yeah that's probably a bad yeah. time that is probably a bad time. I probably wouldn't pay four for him. But I think three is too cheap. Or maybe not. He's three. Three points. He's free. I mean, I don't feel that he in this configuration is like hands down better than the Rhymer we see today with bomblet generators and barrage rockets and a bomb. Right. I mean, right. his 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 damage is more concentrated, but yeah. Yeah. And this guy is more like a one-trick pony. Yeah. Although he can close gaps pretty quick with the afterburners. I mean, it's not terrible. Yeah, and if you have something that cannot reposition, and it's quite predictable where it is, or uh, something yeah. that moves before him, uh, then that those burners are terrifying. Um, yeah. Or some way to coordinate him a lock at high initiative. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that kind of thing with the afterburners, barrel, target lock. It's, yeah, it's like, I mean, I mean, you can move him in do burners 
and, and grab a focus, and then if you give him a coordination, he can barrel roll target lock. And, right. and, and that will probably get you your target. Uh, so. Yeah. Interesting. But actions being a premium, I don't think you want to uh, waste the coordination. Coordinate. Yeah. No. Situationally, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Cool. Yeah. So then we have the ace of the pack, Tomax Bren, the Scimitar veteran. Right. Um, let's see. I five two charges, one recurring. And this is fun. And now we might get out of the free point zone. Uh, after you perform a barrel roll action, you may spend two charges. If you do, gain a focus token. Oh. And he has plasma torpedoes and right. iron bombs. And then he has uh, a special talent called True Grit. At the end of the activation phase, if you're not strained, you may gain a strain token to remove one non lock red or orange token. All right, so he'll barrel, get the free fo uh, focus for his ability, link into a target lock. Um, and now you have fully modded plasma torpedoes at I-5. Yeah, and you have a strain and not, not a stress. Yes, that's uh, one option. Or in the follow-up, you reload. And right, yeah, then you, you ditch that. you ditch the weapons disabled uh, to remove yeah. the uh, the weapons disabled. Mm -hmm. huh. And you can even oh god damn it! Yeah, you can throw out iron bombs all day long. Mm, can you iron bomb? Hmm. Shoot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, and then uh, use the true grid, take a strain. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the question is do you want to reduce your agility or do you, sure. in, in order to really get that shot? And, and that is perhaps situational. Like, is somebody's going to shoot at me if I take this strain? Because with a strain, that bomber goes down fast, right? Yeah. Uh, but I hope this will be a four pointer. I really, yeah. really do. Um, I-5 plasma with a not, with, <laughs> with more incoming. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah, I agree. Especially with a double modded one. Yeah. And I mean, you just have to kill him because every other turn, he's going to dump a double modded plasma torpedo on you. Yeah. And, and he might ionize people while he's sort of at it. <laughs> yep. 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 I think a bomber he is in place solo. I yeah. mean, uh, not in. You don't need Jonas with it. Uh, no. Um, but you could have Jonas with them. Sure, but then his then his uh, ability is kind of moot. Maybe not. No. 
Or you're getting the focus, yeah, then you just are without the stress. Yeah. Yeah, you can be without the sure. stress or you can, you know, do the reload trick next turn and because you didn't use the mm -hmm. target lock because you did your rerolls with Jonas's ability, at least in the initial engagement, and then you can yeah. split off. So, I mean, I think it's fun. If he is probably costed, which I think is four. I tend to agree with you. Yeah. Okay, and the last one. Yeah, we got Captain Jonas. Top cover. He's high four. Usual stats, no charges. Uh, and he's got a different ability. So after you drop or launch a device, gain an evade token. All right, and of the device variety, he has a proton bomb, two charges. Um, and then he has top cover uh, uh, talent. And that reads, after a friendly ship at range zero to one defends, if you have not dropped or launched a device this round, you may launch a device using the three bank or straight template and you ignore the effects of friendly devices. All right, okay. After a friendly ship defense, then you can launch a device, which is proton bomb. And that explodes after then, next. Yeah, at the end next of round. next turn. Yeah. And he so, can and he can ignore that. Yeah. And additionally, um, he can do that either if you shoot at him or if you shoot at somebody in his range one bubble. Yeah. And when he shoots that proton bomb off, he also gets an evade token. Right. Which kind of makes him really annoying, like to focus down with multiple ships because the first one shoots. And then he takes some damage, and then you know he throws off a device. Yeah. Um, and then he gets an evade token. Then he gets an evade token. Then the next one shoots, and then he can't do it again. But it means that he only has to like because typically with these barrage bombers, then when you shoot at them and they roll, they have two agility, then they might occasionally roll an eyeball. But they are, they probably don't want to spend their focus token because they want to save it for their barrage rockets, which he also has. Mm -hmm. And I find it funny. <laughs> in the uh, in the standard loadout card graphics, the mm -hmm. barrage rockets have double rocket uh, token. Yeah. Just, just, just to be sure, they take up the two slots that he doesn't have so he can't add another rocket <laughs> no i think i actually i think it's because um that that might be card text that refers to like uh like jonas himself for instance yeah. uh, in his custom version says like if somebody shoots a missile then you may then they within yeah. range blah blah of you then they may and if yeah. there were a card that affected double rocket things then it would be sad not to have the right thing here 
Uh, we don't have any cards like that. I mean, they, they didn't even need to put the upgrade types there, to be honest, but... Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, okay. Okay, so you're saying it's future-proofing. That's what I'm calling it. It's the same, right, it's the right. same thing with, like, uh, Major Rhymer, who doesn't have bomb, who, who still have nimble bomber. Um, if, like... Yeah, uh, I can't wait for this one. No, but I mean, we've seen it in CIS where uh, they say things like uh, uh, if you have a friendly ship near you that has network calculation and they, they're essentially saying if there's a Huena or a Vulture or some other ship in the future, we give network calculation like a Tri-Fighter, then this effect can work. And, and they're just acknowledging that he's still a bomber. Yeah, that's far-fetched. I just think it's stupid. Yeah, I mean, and, and you in the same vein, then you would also say like, okay, uh, let's not let's not use the word launch on Deathfire's ability because there's no way he can launch. Uh, but it's still there. It's there in the Swift Approach text. It's there in his pilot text. Um. So yeah. It's it's a little weird why that is so. I agree. Yeah, but I mean, it's a it's a standard card. Yeah, but especially keep, because keep it's a simple. standard card that they are like keep it simple. Like they that that's yeah. made, that is at least an argument that, that you you could have made. So, but what do you yeah. think about this, Captain Jonas? I mean, um, I guess he is a three pointer, right? Right, top cover. I think the. Uh... I think that top cover thing is kind of dumb. Um, yeah, especially because the fact that it's a, if you're not dropped to launch the device this round, you may launch a device. Normally, if you look at like, I don't know, let me just look up trajectory simulator. Like for what is the wording to actually let you, let you, you know, launch things yeah. that are not normally launchable. Uh, they say if you would drop a launch a, a bomb, you may launch it using the five straight template instead. Yeah. So it is very clear that it is a replacement effect. It's not actually clear that top cover allows you to launch something you cannot normally launch. But if that wasn't the case, right, then right. top cover, they might as well just have written, you ignore the effect of friendly devices. Because that's the only thing it would do then. Yeah. So I think the intention is for top cover to allow you to launch. Uh, and I sort of feel it's okay because it is like it's happening in the engagement phase. So it's not blowing up this turn. And, you know, you're, it's, it can still be valuable. Like you can pop it over on, you know, like a crate you want to pick up next turn. And, ask your opponent whether they want to go over there and pick it up only to drop it immediately or you know <laughs> uh or on an assault uh objective point that you want to capture next turn because you can go there jonas can go there right right and there might even be other situations where like other bombers can clear the way for him because it's not just you ignore the effect of your own devices it's like all devices yeah this guy can fly through a minefield 
and not right. care. Wait, he. Ah, uh, wait. You ignore the effect of friendly devices. Yeah. All right. So, but if you fly over, uh, like a proximity mine. Yeah, that's a you still that's trigger a it. No. Why? You just ignore the effect. Oh, you ignore the effect. Yeah, it might go off, but you won't take damage. Right. Oh, this is this is a rules forum uh, bait card. All of top all <laughs> yeah. of top cover is now questionable. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, but, but fun and games. Uh, the the final more than that. No, my my I I just if you're gonna fly this Jonas, yeah, I just see him that being that beneficial. Um, I don't know. If when you're in range of being shot, that you would launch. I don't know. It it just seems I I can't hatch him it into a real game where it would be actually that beneficial. No, I agree. So I think he's a three pointer because if he's a four pointer, then you know. Yeah. Then you're never taking him, right? Yeah, I probably won't take him anyway. No, I agree. But like, at a f if I could have a, a Jonas with his old ability and barrage rockets and a bomb, uh, I would do that all day. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, all right. All right. Mm, yeah. So, um, I just figured out that we actually forgot news we forgot no, news that there's nordics oh we should have with that one you mean i mean yeah, yeah, i think it counts as news sure um so the seven and eight in the home court of uh today's uh <laughs> today's world champion sure it's news it's news. So, uh, and and don't worry, he can't Nicholas can't steal you in, right? Because he already has one. Yeah, it's fine. Um. So so yeah. So Stockholm, seven and eighth of October. Um. I heard they found a pretty cool cool place. Um. Let me see. I think I have some insights on that. Let me just see. It's a venue, yeah. The DN house. It looks very spacey. Um, so, really cool place. Nice. Nice, nice. So, uh, tickets should okay. be on sale Do we have, yeah. soon. When is it? It is the 7th and 8th of October, I think. Right, okay. I'm just going to double check. Yeah, that checks out. That's a weekend. And unfortunately, I cannot make it. Aww. Which is sort of annoying because I've actually volunteered to be in the TO group. <laughs> but they didn't ask me if I could make it that day before they announced it. So sorry. Sorry, Andreas. Um, All right. And Arvid. Um, I so, probably won't be able to make it either, but, you know, maybe. Yeah, maybe not. 
it would be nice. Uh, we discussed a lot the, the location and ended up like saying, oh, we got to put it in a little bit bigger city than last time. It was nice in Utebor, but uh, we wanted, you know, to make it a little bit easier and more attractive for international people to get there. And like, uh, yeah, I think we talked about this before, but Utebor has this excellent property of being sort of equidistant between Oslo, Stockholm, and Copenhagen, which sounds fair, or it sounds out of everybody's way. <laughs> it uh, so, certainly so, is out of my way, that's for yeah. sure. So we sort of prioritized to have it near an international airport. Um, and there were even talks, there were talks of Copenhagen, uh, but, uh, but we ended up not going that way because this venue was, you know, quite affordable so so that was good okay nice okay yeah so october guys mark your calendars mark your calendars and join the nordics it's gonna be a blast i'm sure absolutely yeah so I added something into the show notes. Yeah. I have beef. You have beef. Oh. I have I have bitter beef. Oh yeah. It was nice. Did you hear did you hear the last podcast by the way because uh, Gisley had a I have beef segment there as well. Oh wait, what was it about? It was about some shit about the back of the cards. Oh right. That was yeah. critical to his uh, his life uh, joy. It drives me crazy as well. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry if I ruined your beef. No, 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 no. I accept uh, that, that you that, that, that it is a little bit dumb from a certain point of view. But yeah. yeah, for the organization type of thing. Even less so than the uh, uh, the double-sided things across factions. I really hate that. You know, oh, when you have like a yeah. and you have, you know, base plates in two different factions. I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, the gauntlet yeah. is honestly the least of our worries. Uh, the hotshot Nasus yeah. two is yeah. disturbing. Also, that uh, it was like, where was that base plate again? Oh, was it against the X wing? No, it was probably on the other side of the B. No, wait. Uh, Jesus yeah, Christ. because I mean, at least oh, with the gauntlet, find it. at least with the gauntlet, I can say, okay, I'll just make a new section in my storage that I call multi-faction and I'll put it there because yeah. all the things for it are multi-faction. But yeah, and, and two years down the road, when I'm picking up my X-Wing, I say, what, where the hell is the chit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that... then I have to remember that that goddamn pilot I'm trying to, trying to find was in the hotshot maces and that's in the other thing with the multi-faction shit oh it drives me nuts yeah oh i uh, i agree with hotshot maces with gauntlets yeah. i don't care <laughs> no i mean it's it's a very minor point but with hotshot maces it is really annoying because it is a ton of ship types already so now i need to have like a Oh, uh, this area is for things that were in Hotshot Naces too, right? Not one punch sheet. How hard is that? No. Jesus. But I mean, okay. 
you do understand right. why they did it, right? Sure. And it's not to save punch sheet. Well, that too, I guess. But it is to so why did they, they 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 did it because uh, from a commercial point of view, then they didn't want you and me to buy a pack and split it because we didn't have overlapping okay. factions in in what we play. Yeah, in the hotshot and aces, sure. Yeah. But why in the gauntlet? Uh, yeah, that it's was a probably... huge fucking part. It wouldn't even cut into your shipping cost. There's enough space in that thing. Uh, anyway, yeah. I'm I... going to get to my beef now. Because my incredible... Oh, this was not is... your beef? This was not my beef. You, okay, because I, act, I actually think that the, that the double chit with different factions is better beef than the back of upgrade cards beef that Geesley have. The other one yeah. is more justified beef. So now I'm really <laughs> looking forward to your real beef. Yeah, this is just a minor beef. No, my actual beef is that Iceland will not be receiving store champion kits. Oh. I'm irate. Do you know why? Because our supplier, which goes through Denmark or something, only got four store championship kits. Yeah, which they had to probably spread out to the entire Nordics. Yeah, it's like one for the Swedes, two for the Danes, and like, uh, and one for the Norwegians. What the actual shit? Yeah. Some stores in America got like five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and I mean, there are regions in America where you can like go to a store championship like almost every week in like a, yeah. an extended period of time and of course more people show up i mean you can you can look at it another way it you would not be a you would not be allowed to legally run a store championship because you don't have 16 x-wing players in iceland uh i beg to differ oh uh, we've, we've been getting uh, newcomers oh that's to... good yeah i mean I think we'll be able to scrounge 16. Yeah. I mean, our biggest tournament was like 27. Hmm. So, so uh, a big fuck you to AMG. They're falling into the tiny European meta kind of thinking. Yeah. And, I... and, and this is the region of the actual world champion. Yeah. Jesus. I'm so pissed off. I'm so pissed off. Yeah, I think we will... I think Denmark will end with two. Probably, uh, yeah. They should. I mean, that's the biggest concentration of action players in the Nordics, right? Ah, I think uh, maybe St uh, Stockholm but area Sweden. will probably have us overdone. Yeah. Sweden uh, two, Denmark one. Yeah. Nor Norway one. Yeah, and then there's a lot of action players in Finland, but I mean, I don't know if they play 2.5. And I don't know yeah, how but... their uh, kid situation is. But I think, uh, I don't know how the rest of Europe is. I mean, there are some kids, at least in the UK, uh, but I don't get the feeling that they're swimming in the, in them like uh, like the US. Yeah. Like literally drowning in them. Some goddamn stores put them on sale. Yeah, 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 the Florida incident. Yeah. Yeah. 
just like, oh, we have five on sale. <laughs> oh, we won't be using all of them. It's going to be selling for 45 bucks. <laughs> you want one? Yeah, but I mean, oh. good, good, good luck getting the world world invite uh, fixed there because it is <laughs> it has to be submitted through the store that bought the kit. Uh, I sure. think I don't I don't know. I think it I sucks. Um, you can. I don't, uh, I don't only think it sucks. I think it sucks gold ass, and I'm pissed. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, you're gonna do the uh, the last chance qualifier. Is that? I don't know. I'm not hard. invited. No, no, but the last chance qualifier, everybody is invited. I know, but my region's not uh, <laughs> considered to be uh, important enough to actually warrant a store championship kit. No, clearly not. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, if I go, then I'll do the last chance qualifier. If I can make it to. Uh, you know, the Nordics and uh, be awesome. Yeah, that would be great as well. Um, eh, maybe you can, uh, maybe they have one in, in Norway that you can fly over and poach. <laughs> just do it dirty on Flipster and. <laughs> uh, yeah, just. <laughs> uh, just you know what the worst part is? That, I mean, if you got one. I would guess yeah. that would be about fifty percent chance that it would end up on Icelandic hands, because people would fly in, because the whole world loves Iceland, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you Icelandics have been all kinds of people. Yeah, but you've been representing yourself way too well and positively when you've been to Worlds, so all kinds of people right. will fly in and end up sniping it. Well, that's not a concern. That's not a concern. No, you just beat them. Yeah. No, I mean, we won't get a store championship kit, so we don't have to worry about it, do we? Um, okay. But I but rate yeah. I rate your beef uh, A tier. That's A tier beef. Yeah. It's probably even S tier beef. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's totally a competitive beef. I think so. Yeah. I, th I think it's fair. I would put up my beef against any beef. Any time of the day, and twice on Sunday, I think. Exactly. Good, strong beef. Anyway, so um, I threw the challenge you last time. Uh, right. So but I wasn't there. And you weren't went there. So uh, and and therefore you. I mean, I did write it to you, but uh, I mean, you know, now I'm thinking of the meme. This sign won't stop me because I can't read. But uh, now I'm gonna verbally tell you as well. So, all right. Your challenge is to sort of, in memory of uh, uh, the ending and termination of uh, the Fly Better slash Minus podcast, the yeah. Fly Knox. Uh, then I figured that we should have like uh, like a little uh, uh, pay our respects and uh, and thank him for the work segment. And I think yep. the way we should do this is that you should do it first of all. Uh, and you should do what you should do is that you should replicate one of their well-known segments, and you can pretty much choose. They've had a few runs of, of well-known segments uh, right. uh, during their long uh, and glorious uh, podcasting period, 
So you can pretty much choose any of them. Like uh, like we can do a jank tank, or we can do a, a random upgrade of the week, or random pilot of the week, or a Ryan upgrade of the week, uh, whatever. Uh, it could be the ABC uh, thing, quiz thing they were doing, or whatever you want. Oh, uh, can I? Can I do like just a a farmer where I mispronounce everybody's name all the time? Yeah, uh, maybe you can do or... that as an honorable mention. It's barely a segment, I think. All right, all right. Uh, fair point. Fair point. Uh, so I could do Dune's Dragon Files and call it uh, the Viking first Files. File. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I'll, do, I'll just do a file on the uh, K Wing. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could, you could. I'll have to think about it. Uh, a challenge accepted. Uh, I will. I'll do something funny. Yeah. So, good luck with that. Why me though? Because I wasn't there and I couldn't defend myself. So, I mean, sort of I, I mean that was part of it, and also like the last challenge was issued by Geesley, so it's been a while since you had one. And all right, I mean, and you are more Fair. reliable than Geesley, so <laughs> he's gonna freak so much out. This is the, I, the second time I've insulted him while he's not on, on air. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> this is the time you insult people. And I'm not here. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, did you? Um, if you haven't heard last episode, don't bother. You might get mad at me. No. Okay. <laughs> I, no I, okay. Now I'm gonna have to listen to it. No, I'm. I'm just kidding. We were. We were very nice. We had. Uh, we had uh, Stephen on. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, yeah, you have Steve. So you'd have to stay above the PC line. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Fair. Anyway, so um, the second most important uh, uh, tournament. Uh, in the world has happened uh, so it's not quite worlds uh, oh, but okay. there was the fabulous danish store champ with a store champ kit on the line oh keep rubbing it in thank you and uh, and i won it yeah well, what what do you mean like a raffle thing at the no, end no 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 i i won an x-wing event it's never happened before holy shit that's awesome yeah i had four wins and a draw in a five-round tournament, we didn't do a cut. We didn't have time for a cut. It was a one-day thing. Oh, okay. Okay. But still, you want a, yeah. you want a thing. Yeah. Congratulations. And I mean, when you, look Although... at the, when you look at the final standing, I mean, I'm number one. I beat number two. I beat number four. I beat number five. Um, and, yeah, but, I mean, number three I was just lucky. You do. Uh, well, I, I brought a, a sharpened version of that list that yeah. I, I beat you to. <laughs> pulp with um it's it's a terrible list i hate it it's so beefy it's so oh yeah so i mean i actually kind of hate it as well it so yeah. um yeah tell me about that yeah so <laughs> so i mean we we used to have this segment uh that was called love letter to a list and and yeah. sometimes it was poetic sometimes it rhymed uh i think we were very close to did we actually get a song I don't remember, but we got damn near poetry from from some of our listeners. Uh, they're still very yeah. welcome if you really love a list. Uh, yeah. But all listeners can submit like a seg and a segment. We will read out, and you'll send us your list, and you can tell us what we love about it. Yeah. So that is just email to feedback at no. 
What, what is our email house? address? Uh, foolishquadronradio.gmail.com Like all one word? Uh, I don't remember. Does anybody read that email? You know, write no. us on Discord. Or on Facebook <laughs> or, just or something. Or Jan or Gisler. Or yeah, uh, just, just grab Finger. hold of one of us. We love these lists. So, uh, or, or better yet, send it to Stefan because then he'll have to come back. Yeah, I mean, if you send it to Stefan, then uh, when he tries to give it to us, we will demand that he give us give us it as a voice file where he's actually read yeah. it. No, uh, not a voice file. So it's then you'll voice. you'll get a good voice actor on it as well. Right, I'll be great. Uh, but and you might get some kid cartoons under. Yeah, but as I sort of clued you into, then I'm not sure I love this list. So love letters seemed yeah. weird and. Uh, then I was like, uh, 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 hate fucking a list, but that seemed a little bit aggressive. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, so this is taking analogy too far. Now. No, no, no. But this, this, you will love this analogy. So, what I ended up calling this segment is why my list reminded me of my marriage. I, I'm by, by the way, I've been divorced. And you're for, divorced. <laughs> I've, I've been divorced for a number of years now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. <clears throat> I'm going to try to put on my reader uh, thing because I prepped this. <clears throat> All right. I'll try to stay quiet. Uh, giggling is uh, is acceptable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll pour, me, pour myself another glass then. Republic beef. You ain't sweet, but you got stamina. Okay. Okay. I already, I, I, I don't think about my ex-wife. Um, at the base, we have three clone brothers, Jack, Wolf, and Oddball in their arcs, just as they flew them over Coruscant. Joining them are even more clones, Broadside in his trusty Y-Wing, spitting accurate iron fire and dropping proton bombs on the immobilized enemies, and Boost in his C-95, getting the job done while looking out for his brothers. And finally... We have trusty old Click in the wonderful V-Wing, staying in the rear, adding both offense and defense in a more indirect way. So, at the start of the battle here is where the first issue comes. Deployment, you usually end up doing it early due to all the low initiatives. So there's a five, two, fours, and three freeze. Bringing small rocks help, but there always seems to be too little space. Deployment is also hard by having to pre-plan flight path options a lot because turning three arcs at three different initiatives without scoring in your own goal, that's hard. Getting a good first engagement is important, but you also need to get at least a decent second engagement because that's what wins you the game. Once that first engagement is over, which is like typically a joust essentially, the hard work starts now. In most cases, I'm in a good or at least a neutral spot here. And my opponent is probably like pushed and frustrated by having to chew through so much beef. But I'm also still working very hard on trying to make sure that the second engagement goes just as well. You see, if everything goes right, the arcs hits like trucks. The optimal case here, click shoots something, like a little like a little tracer missile he just shoots his main gun he might not even do anything but that gives jacks a lock 
when Wolf shoots, he can use Jack's lock. And ideally, that causes Jack to get a new lock. Then Jack shoots. If he doesn't use it, he can pass it on to one of the other I3s. And at the initial engagement, Click can even take away the R3 bonus of the opponent for a single shot if needed. So, good first engagement. Well, we, you're still in control. You know where all your ships are. Second engagement, however, turns into more of like a furball thing. My brain is working hard when I get here, trying to get all the arcs ready for turning, trying to figure out like, how do I turn and maintain enough friends in Jack's side arcs so Jack keeps getting the lock and you keep getting the accurate fire going. Now you might actually also starting to think about how do I get that veteran tail gunner upgrade that all the arcs have into play. So I get some more fire coming out. And things just never get easier. As the game goes by, this list just slowly bleeds out. Shots against any ships in this list are probably going to stick. They will take damage. As the next four plus rounds pass by, my, the feeling that I have in the gut is one of, ah, well, I'm ahead now, but any moment these arcs are going to start popping and my opponent is going to catch up. This is emotionally and mentally exhausting. You feel like you're playing to not lose rather than to win for such a big fraction of the time in every game. You are constantly trying to guess where the high initiative uh, that the other side probably has is going. And while you're doing this, you're trying to not only remember, but also trying to sort of force all the many, many, many triggers that are in this list. Like five of the ship ships, just the pilot ability, you actively have to remember using. Uh, and there are several triggers in the list that reward good positioning. Jack's lock acquisition talked about oddball selfless, dedicated on click and boost, veteran tail gunner on all the arcs, Jack has sync console, click has his ability, etc. etc. And just a couple of games into a tournament, the mental load gets really hard here. But what is even worse than this sort of exhausting thing is you have this constant feeling of dread. It's not this sort of sharp excitement of you have when you're playing aces, when you're sort of balancing on a knife's edge, knowing that one wrong move might lose you the game and you have to be on point with every single one. No, it's not like that. It's more feeling that you are actually losing. Slowly. And your objective in this game is to keep that loss going slow enough that it does not happen and you are saved by either reaching 20 or more likely by time being called. So unlike the aces, like a trip aces list, you need to get free out of free decisions right every turn. You have to avoid, you know, getting yourself into something you can't get out of. That's not this. It's not free of free. It's more like mm, 11 of 12 decisions you need to get right every turn. Because if you make too many bad decisions, you're just losing ships too fast and you're not scoring enough to keep the lead. And it's never flashy. Whether you win or you lose, the, the gameplay is the same. A long grind 
where you are just constantly trying to, little by little, stack the odds in your favor. If you stay the course, the rewards will come. Hey! That's like a Dear Abby kind of thing. I don't know what that was. But, I mean, yeah. it is like... Uh, so, change a few so, words and make the headline marriage is hard work and you're right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> you're being married, you're constantly losing. Yeah. And you have to be on point with every single thing. And you have the feeling that you are losing. A little Slowly. bit. I mean, you can make a mistake here or there, but if you make too many, it's over. <laughs> I think we. I think we need to step away from this analogy. But <laughs> yeah, I just I couldn't. Reels a bit much. Yeah, I could not keep away from it. So, um, well, it, I, I'll just say it's a good thing you're already divorced, or this might have been a problem. Yes. Yes. You. You're correct. You're absolutely right. So. All right. Uh, but it's a good segment. I, I like the read. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So uh, let's get into this most important tournament. So we were 18 players. Right. Five rounds, no cut on a single day. And it's actually also part of an ongoing Danish tournament series where we Ooh. every quarter we have a tournament and they are all over the uh, all over Denmark. Which, I mean, it's still a couple of hours drive or five, uh, depending. Uh, and we actually get really good attendance. Uh, like there are a core of people that attend all of them, even if it's like staying the night or uh, so on. So uh, it's really we have a, a much smaller X Men community now than we than we had a few years ago, but it's so much tighter. Uh, all right. and, and people are going out of their way to to really prioritize doing these. So so that's nice. nice. Um, so. The actual tournament, and now I probably let me just for the purpose of all our viewers here live on Twitch, I am just going to do this. It worked. Boom, boom, boom. So, yep. uh, if we look at the tournament, then uh, there are some some fun things. Um, first of all, of the eighteen players. Eight people brought rebels. That's that's interesting. That is fun in games. Uh, they did like slightly below average. Uh, 4.6 ship per, per 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 rebel list in, in average, and uh, the popular standard ships here deviation. were four. Yeah, standard deviation by 23.5. So yeah. it's a big swing for um, a lot of players. Yeah, it's. It's decent. It's a little, little, yeah. little more than normal, I think. Yeah. Uh, the two most popular ships were Bodica Ren in the Fang and Sabine in the A Wing. Yes, the A Wing. Right. So there were there were two people who brought brought her in the Tie Fighter. Um, but yeah. Yeah. But there were four of each of these, and then we had three Luke's, three boy Luke's, and three. Uh, uh, Hans, yeah. and not boy Han, man Han. I'm not surprised. Sabine Rand in the A wing is awesome. And she is awesome. Like if you only I have two points, you have to live with her in the Tie Fighter. But if you do, if you yeah. can squeeze free in, then it is a significant upgrade. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. So yeah. Uh, so that was eight of the 18. Then we had four first order players. Uh, they did uh, slightly better. Um, uh, 57% average performance. Uh, larger standard Even high, higher, very high standard deviation, I would say. Yeah. Uh, and of those four, they all brought, all brought Malaris in the FO. Three of them had Kylo in the Whisper. Two had Quick Draw. Two had Scorch. Two had Lehus. Two had Blackout. Two had Gaelic. Right, so yeah. not that much variety. Uh, and we also had four Empire players, uh, three of who brought Tomex Brand. Uh, two had Rhymer, oh. and two had no, only one had Captain Jonas. So, wait, we have one list not with Vader? Mm. We got. Two in the Tad Advanced X one. Uh, we had we, we had two like real Vaders, seven point Vaders, and we yeah. had a, and we had a starter point Vader. And I don't think we had any boy Vaders, but we could have because that could be one of something. But I don't think so. But yeah, we had two X one Vaders. Uh, one of them made the final table actually. Well, my last game was against the next one Vader. Right. Uh, and, and the bombers, there were only actually one person who bought the full triplets. Um, and then... Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so nice, nice, nice. And then that was the 16 of the lists. So the last two by one each is one Galactic Republic list. Average performance, 100%. <laughs> That's how statistics <laughs> work, right? Wait, uh, <laughs> you had the tie, right? Yeah, yeah, but I still get 100 because I ended on top of the... This is not This is not a win rate percentage. All right, okay. It's like where you ended in the standings. And one Scum and Villainy list, which is the one I tied, uh, at 83%. So apart from that, we have the sort of five four ship lists 10 five, five ship lists and three six ship lists and the performance gets better and better uh as we increase in list size um 11 of the 18 had an i6 um but actually the list that topped out at i5 were were doing better so uh let's and your list has six so you're pulling up uh, Nistip. No, right, it is Nistip. Like, yeah, I'm putting up pulling up the list size, really, but I, uh, I, I I topped out at five. Yeah. Um. So. Cool. Uh. But let's run through the lists, and I think we just do a top three because we will talk about number four later. All right. So this is where you get a chance to talk. <laughs> Finally, thank you. I think you know um, this guy. Yeah, Hone. Uh, I was very good. Yeah, it looks like a good list. In third place, uh, flying the rebels. He's fielding up Luke Skywalker boy version in the X-wing. Oh, huh. Then he's got Fenra with Beskar, Clan Training, and Swarm Tactics. Swarm Tactics, okay, I like it. 
Bargavenge with Beskar and Mando Optics and Predator. All right. Probably got some work on that Predator. Sabine Bren with Beskar and Clan training. Uh, and Mandalorian Optics, of course. And then whole Oakland Boy version. Um, yeah, I, I agree with this list. Although I don't know about Fenra. <laughs> this is actually what I put on the table last Tuesday. Oh, you had Almost. you had Bodega as well. Yeah, I had Bodega, and I had Luke, and I had Hologland, but I had Veterinary and Hera and the Bee. Ooh. What I did was, uh, I actually just went into your, no, not your, I went to List Fortress mm -hmm. and just picked the top rebel, uh, top performing rebel pilots until I could get to 20. <laughs> I just wanted to try stuff. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I guess that works. That is like classic salad tech. No, I mean, yeah, I, I, I just, I was out of ideas and I didn't know where, what my starting point will be with building a list. So I just, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Those are solid pieces. But yeah. I mean, there's a and lot of people. I think who... all Oakland is, is pound we... for pound, one of the best ships out there. Yeah, I agree. That is re really solid free points. Uh, Boy yeah. Luke really solid value absolutely um, that, that is that, strong uh, attack vector on on luke is deceptively strong yeah yeah i agree we and we already talked about sabine and i mean these are good pieces uh, rebel fenrao can help bodica sort of mitigate a little bit uh, some things sure, so yeah so that's nice okay uh in second place, we have uh, Christian. Uh, also, uh, all three here are, of course, Pink Squadron Prouds. Uh, wait, wait, wait. How do you pronounce Krogager? Krogager. Koya. Koya. Okay. All right. Continue. Continue, continue. So uh, he was flying first order. Uh, he had uh, a, a quick draw with Proud Traditions, Swarm Tactics, Targeting Synchronizer. Special Forces Gunner and FCS. He had a Whirlwind uh, Whisper with Marksmanship, Fanatical, Cluster Missiles, Optics, and the Enhanced Jamming Suite. Then he had Malos in the FO with Cluster Missiles. And then he had Kylo in the Whisper with Instinctive Aim, Predator, Magpulse Warheads, Optics, and Jamming Suite. And then finally Scorch in the Bomber with feedback ping, cluster missiles, and bomblet generators. That's interesting, because we have two lists with uh, uh, swarm tactics. Yep. Shooting at I6, huh? Who it, thought it would it, be good? It turns out that I think in, in 2.0, I mean, it's always good to shoot early, but it was probably yeah. more important to move late. Where I get a feeling in 2.5 that shooting order is actually the is is where the real value of uh, initiative is. Yeah, taking out those fives and fours. 
Yeah. Before they shoot. Yeah, and, then, and, and then finally, my list, I, I did it uh, quickly before, if you didn't get it out of the text, is the free Siege of Coruscant arcs. I can add here that um, I've actually haven't looked at, you can you can get the custom versions for the same points. I haven't looked if I could get something that was tastier that way. Uh, I might be able to. I did not take them for the Born for this, though it came in handy like once or twice, but, yep. um, but that's something to look at. And then I knew that I had like two free point and a two point slot. Uh, and I mean, the, in the two point slot, you can choose between either boost or slider. Uh, yeah. I didn't have time to practice uh, uh, side slipping and I've never played anything that side slipped. So I went with boost, uh, just with dedicated. Um, and then for the last three point slots, you have a number of options. I didn't, I was considering axe. I was considering kickback. Uh, I was considering a contrail, uh, but ended up bringing the last two of the three point option, which is click who I really, really like uh, with dedicated precision nine engine and R3 Astro. Uh, click has been nerfed a bit and you can't get bash on him anymore uh, and bombs and and all that that you could prior to last point change but he's still good um, and then broadside uh, because he just he's just scary with that iron cannon turret that is so accurate at range one that it just ionizes anything and if you get ionized he'll proton bomb you and he just draws fire and yeah. that's nice because they're shooting broadside, they're not shooting the arcs. True. So yeah. So, um, let me just see. So, we normally don't bad rep, uh, but I thought that just to sort of now I talked a lot about how the list works and so on, and to sort of sort of. I would very quickly go through my games. Um, also, All to, right, to, to talk yeah, a little bit about, like, since I won, yeah, since I mean, this is yeah, the my one and only again. chance, and yeah, and all yeah, that, okay. right? Go for it. So, uh, my first opponent uh, was another Christian, uh, uh, Christian Trebin, uh who is actually uh, a uh, almost a childhood friend of mine, though now he lives at the other end of the, the country. Uh, he had an Empire list. We played Scramble. So he was flying the free um, the free bombers uh, alongside uh, Merrick Steel with FCS and Shield Upgrade and Fifth Brother with FCS Homing. Oh, and uh, and a Black Squadron Ace. Just like right. Tie Fighter, right? Uh, and uh, most of my things had to go down first, as is usually the case. I put myself down. He decided to just put his bombers right in front of me, and I was like, "Okay, we can joust." And uh, we jousted, and I traded like Wolf for for, for Jonas, uh, and then I just proceeded to kill the rest. Like they were like, "Haha, you can't K turn behind us because we're gonna drop bombs," and I was like, "I know, I don't care." Uh, because I mean, it's just bomblets. I mean, I, I brought a lot of shields or hull, so it was fine. 
Uh, and I mostly also want an objectives because the thing is that my list can joust decently well even when they have spent their actions doing objective stuff. It's fine. Yeah. We still get lost. Yeah. Uh, then in game two, uh, we were into assault. So now we are up to uh, René, who ended fifth. So that was another first order list. Uh, in many ways, somewhat like Christian's we saw before, but he also had Scorch, this one with feedback ping and thermal detonators and delayed fuses. Uh, then he had Malaris with clusters, Lehu's marksmanship, barrage, rocket, special forces, gunner, uh, fanatical advanced optic plasma torpedo blackout, and uh, a whisper Kylo, instinctive aim, proud tradition, concussion missiles, optics, jamming suite. And in this game, uh, René basically put all his I-5s on one flank in front of my, I think in front of my oddball. And he was just sort of, I'm just going to overwhelm you and kill that arc before it doesn't, before it really does anything. But as it turns out, then arcs, when they free bank in, they, they go quite far. And very quickly, Lehus died. Oddball was not as easy to kill as he looked. Uh, and a lot of blocking happened. And I just started wearing down all the others. And this was uh, Assault on the Satellite Array. And since you have all these ships over here, then all my other ships mean while this was happening, it was not fun to be oddball, but I was scoring points like nobody's business on the rest of the map. So then I came into game three, uh, salvage, where I faced off against uh, uh, Torbjorn, uh, who is uh, my nemesis. Um, he's, he has won the last two. Uh, times there's been a world qualifier on the line in, in Denmark so uh, hmm. uh, and he flies scum so that's that's what he does so he had a an Afra in the 666 with a jamming beam, triple zero, Lando crew, BT-1 gunner, overtune modulator, contraband cybernetics electronic baffle, tactical scrambler and the houndtooth title <sighs> All uh, the things. All the things. Uh, it's a really, really fat Afra that does really weird stuff. Like the Lando allows you to use tokens to get rerolls. Triple zero can give you an extra token beyond the one you have. She's shooting at a pretty low initiative, so frequently she can actually use her reinforce to change it into a reroll with Lando crew. And in that crucial turn, she can overtune modulator and have a lot of things she can turn into rerolls. Right. So that's fun. Right next to her, uh, he flew Sirisu with Fearless and Swarm Tactics, which means that he could pull Afra up to I-5. Uh, Sirisu also had Magpulse Warheads. And then he had the two rogue classes, Dirk and Cat Bane. Uh, Dirge with Proton Cannon, Fearless, Contraband, and Cat Bane with Synced Fuses, Sanadu Blood, IG-88D crew, and seismic charges, and then rounded off with Bosk in the in the in the headhunter with marksmanship and expert handling. So we had a weird little game. Um, 
I decided to try to punch out Afra because that was the only sort of expensive piece in the list. And this turned out to be much harder than I thought it would be. But I eventually mm. succeeded. It was quite expensive for me. It was a really, really close game. Um, and we ended up drawing 12-12. And after the game, we were talking back and forth about the missed opportunities we had just in the last turn. Uh, I had a couple. Uh, he had one where it was like, oh, if we'd just done that, then we would have the game you would have won or I would have won. Uh, for me, the most important one was that I, at this point, I forgot to use selfless on um, um, what's her face, uh, oddball, which could have prevented Jack from taking a crit, which means Jack wouldn't have dropped a box in the last turn, which means he would have scored a point. So that could have been So at this point, I'm uh, two wins and a draw. And now I'm running into uh, 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 Christian Kroer, uh, the first order list we talked about before with Kylo, Whirlwind, Quick Draw, Scourge, Malaris. Um, this was Chance Engagement, uh, which is not, it's not the favorite, let me put it that way. Um, I won 15 to 12. Uh, essentially, I just left Quick Draw alone. And I decided, just like I decided before to go into Afra, which might have been a mistake, I hear I decided to just punch through Whirlwind. I was like, I don't care how many focus tokens you have. Because he was like, Swarm Tactic up to six. And then he got a focus right. token for everything that looks at him, which was a lot of focus tokens. We did kill him, though. Uh, and then I turned into Kylo and and killed Kylo and but it was it was a little bit close and Kylo could have lived and everything would have been bad. And then finally and most weirdly, uh, and this is like this game on its own is like the reason that I actually wanted to bad rep this thing because it's just hilarious. So in round five, uh, playing again assault which to be fair is probably my best objective. I run into Adrian. Adrian is like a veteran 1.0 player who played a little, like did well in the system opens and so on in 1.0, played a little bit of 2.0, did decently and, and now had more or less just come back to 2.5. So he flew an Imperialist with an X1 Vader and he had Malice, he had Hate, he had marksmanship, he had FCS, he had, had burners. So not only was it an X1 Vader, which you don't see a lot, it was also not a pattern analyzer X1 Vader. Interesting. Yeah. But I mean, he did pretty well. So who am I to judge? Then he had a rack with enduring. So cancel crits first if you actually get a defense dice. Death Troopers, Triple Zero, Agile Gunner, Proton Bombs, and Dauntless Title. And then two tie bombers, Brennan Reimer with Saturation Salvo Barrage Rockets, and then Bomblet Generators on Tomax, Seismic Charges on Reimer. And um, I ended up winning what looks very comfortable, like 26 to 13. It was almost exclusively an objective win uh, until the last round. I killed one bomber early on, 
But when we got to the last round, and we got quite a few rounds in, but at the start of that last round, the score of the game was 14 to 2. Oh, wow. Of, of which of those 11 to 2 came from objectives. Yeah. Uh, at this point, however, everything on the table is on fire. Like, uh, Rag is okay, um, and uh, and uh, what's he called? Um, Oddball is okay-ish. But Jack, Wolf, and Broadside were just on fire. Click had lost his shields earlier. Vader was at like two hull. Maybe it was one hull. Uh, maybe it was three hull. I think it was two hull. He had a run-in with like running in. Well, in one turn, he managed to like get himself into a very nasty situation that he couldn't boost out of because of my blocks. And he ate two proton bombs. The one from his own rack and the one from Broadside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a uh, sad Vader face. Um, but in that last round, Rack dropped his last proton bomb. That killed both Click and Broadside. Broadside was at one hall, Click drew a direct hit. And then Jack eventually died to a double console fire because he had like all, it was all face up, all face up cards on him. Uh, so that meant that he scored 10 points in killing just in that last turn. Uh, Wolf barely survived when Rack shot at him. And then Oddball decided to kill Vader in a range one rear shot and Wolf sniped the last bomber. And then I also got 10 points. Yeah, that's bloody. So 39 points were scored. Of those, 20 of them were scored just in the last engagement phase. Jesus. That was really dumb. So it was good. Um, I got my invite. That's very happy. Yep. Now I can just play silly stuff for the rest of the season. No, man. Pick a list for Worlds and go for it. No, because then we're going to have a points change before Worlds. Sure. So I think it's probably better to get, like, play something that I wouldn't normally play to get a little bit yeah. of a feel for, okay, what Try all the What are you thinking when you fly uh, Nantex? Or what are you thinking if you're trying to, you know, get a droid popped on, parked on rocks right, or right. whatever you want to? Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea right now. Um, but what I want to ask you about is, is this list like a top tier list or are my locals just scrubs? I mean, how did I, no, I mean, how did I win with this? I think it's easy to, uh, view it as a middle of the pack kind of list. Cause it's got so much health. It's hard to get points out of it. And it does really well on objectives, but it uh, the votes for being an S tier list or an A tier list, uh, <laughs> it's got so much health, and it's hard to get points out of, and yeah. it does really well on objectives. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you really just have to know your list and know your triggers and uh, and fly fly well to make it work so it's absolutely competitive yeah but i'm just like so on one hand 
it does have like it doesn't have a low floor. It has quite a quite a good floor because it has so much health. Yeah. Right? And it punches out so much power. Yeah. But but there's also quite a lot that you do with like reps and practice or you know or skill or whatever you want to call it. Like you do get better as you play it. Yeah, absolutely. You get uh, you have to nail down your positionings and uh and uh yeah. But positioning relative to the others, uh, taking into effect the synergies and the initiatives. And that's something that you get out of many, many reps. Yeah, I had five. So there's, a, there's, a, there's a ceiling there that raises as yeah. you play it more. Yeah, I had five reps with this exact list. Yeah, because it was a five-round tournament, so I had five reps. Right? Oh, I <laughs> now now I have five reps. Uh, I played something that was very similar when you and Gisli were yeah. visiting. So I guess that was yeah. like two games. That was um, like important there instead of the reunion. Right? Yeah, instead of click, I had. Instead, oh, instead of click, I had the what's it called kickback. All right. In the in the torrent. Um, mm -hmm. but actually I feel that my real reps were the one I did prior to Worlds and the one I did at Worlds where I also at had Worlds? at least two of the arcs and I had click so oh. I mean uh, all the things about the jack which is like Jack is a centerpiece in this list. And that doesn't mean that he's necessarily should be your first target, but he probably should. He is, right. he makes everything uh, worse for the opponent. Um, and, you know, all his triggers and all Wolf's triggers, as well as click and, and how click should work to, to maximize this. I got that down at Worlds. And now I just needed right. to, you know, add a Y-Wing to that not have the Ahsoka crutch, which I had at Worlds, which was really nice to be able to just like, oh, I can't maneuver, so Ahsoka will move at I3 and have one of the Arcs barrel rolls, so there's room or whatever. It didn't right. have that. But instead, you know, try to get Broadside to work and get some kind of value out of um, uh, boost. Uh, so so they, it is, to be fair, it's probably more reps than, than, than no. And not no reps, but there's that was a lot of skill transfer, which is why I felt I could even bring it. But I don't know. I'm just, I mean, there's been like a ton of other store championships, and I don't see any any of this even like at the top, much less winning any of them. And I mean, right. I haven't looked at all of them, and no. uh, and maybe we should. We're not gonna talk through more of them today. No. no. Um, we'll, we'll revisit this. Yeah, and maybe and, next episode. Yeah, and it, and it could be fun. Like if I magically uh, found time in my life, I would really love to go through and like take the top four of all the store championships, and sort of try to draw some conclusions, uh, right. and and see some patterns because there are some weird stuff. Like apparently in the UK, everybody flies falcons these days. Um, yeah, I see that. I've been looking at them. And I mean, especially against lists like yourself and the Jonas uh, brothers. 
Yeah, I don't know how this would do versus a Falcon. Um, yeah. Because I honestly I don't know how to fly a Falcon, and I'm I don't think I'm I'm I know how to fly against it either. Well, I mean, Falcons are uh, versatile. You can put them off on the side and just um, you know go a merry-go-round. Yeah, just orbit. Yeah. And something with limited maneuverability here, especially because, I mean, my own real theory why this list is not actually top tier, and this is just me, I don't know if this is true, but I get the feeling that, let's say, if I was flying against this list with pretty much, you know, whatever, I think I could do pretty well because if you're able to get in the head of the player playing this list, then you will realize that his freedom with his dials is so extremely limited that he is ridiculously predictable. Because these arcs have to go somewhere and there's only so many places they can go where they don't like block each other or, you know, like if Wolf is on the left side of uh, of Jack, then Jack, you know, can either go straight in K-turn or he can turn right. He cannot turn left because that will just not work for Wolf in most cases. Yeah, There's so much you can do with how you put the, obje- uh, put the rocks against it. And there's so much you can do with just saying, well, I mean, you can't turn left, so uh, I'm going to make you turn left. And then you're going to, you know, lose actions and take damage from bumping yourself and everything's going to be sad. So that's why I think that its ceiling is capped, even though you can you can walk up from the floor by being better at the triggers and better at the maneuvering. Just comes a point in time where you face a certain level of player and then this list cannot hang. That's my theory. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get, get your point. There's a lot of real estate to move around, and you don't want to be bumping your own ships. But if you're being cagey and trying to draw them out, you're just in the center and getting objective points, right? Yeah. 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 But. So... I, I, I get I get why it's hard, but that's mitigated by the sheer intimidation factor. And uh... yeah, ab- absolutely, absolutely. But like, um, let's say you are. I mean, I typically end up putting up the arcs sort of in the center ish. Yeah, right? because they're not really fast. Exactly. Not really. So, uh, if you're flying a list of all i fives. Then, yeah. Once you look at where how I placed Jack at I three and Wolf at I four, you should know which corner you set up in, and that should be the corner that is hard for me to turn to. And I'm not. Yeah. Say, I'm not saying that that leaves me completely chanceless, and now it's an easy game, but it makes my first engagement slightly less efficient, and that is what you need. When you play against this, right? Yeah, yeah. 
just like uh, that I talked about that the way you you win with this, this, this is that you make most of your decisions good a very high percentage yeah. of them good and if you can make me do some bad decisions or force me into not having good options you can win anyway that was more talk about me than we've had since forever so um sure i mean you get one show you won a store champ so uh yeah thank you let's go um cool so are are we are, are the show notes depleted i think we have depleted it oh cool and it's only 10 p.m all right well it's been we're, we're quick about it <laughs> you're midnight my oh my god we have not even we've not even reached two hours yet that is um that is scary that is... anyway i think that's good um Hopefully we can get this posted before Geesley goes on vacation. So, uh, not likely, <laughs> because I think he goes in the morning. Uh, right? No, the morning after. All right. After tomorrow. Anyway, uh, dear listener, if uh, your calendar says August when this is posted, <laughs> then it is Geesley's fault. If yep. it says July, then no, not it's, it's, it's uh, the editor's fault. Oh, the editor's oh. fault, of course. I forgot. It's mm-hmm. not. If it says July, uh, then the editor has been a good boy or girl, a good editor. Yes. Good. Mm-hmm. So, so, shout outs. Shout outs. Oh, uh, also, it when you were not here last time, uh, yeah. uh, uh, we did, of course, remember to shout out Jesper. Thank you. I was worried about that. Yeah. Who shouted him out? I did. Ah. Was that before or after Nobby? Let's not get into that. All right. We all have faith. Doesn't matter. We all have faith. Yes. <laughs> all right. Very well. So, so you want to start? You probably have a bunch of them after the tournament. Yeah, I can start. I want to shout out everybody who was there. Uh, we had, uh, yeah, an awesome time. It's an awesome store. Uh, I'm really, so, I'm so happy that uh, we have this sort of consistent player community that just comes to every single one of these. Uh, I yeah, think of the eighteen. Nice. Uh, I mean, the majority of them uh, were also in the one in Olbo, which is like at the other end of the freaking country uh, three months ago. Um, and then I want to uh, shout out Steven, uh, who was here for this tournament. Um, I luckily was not matched up to him and uh, he uh, he had fun, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> it was not it was not his day. Let's put it that way. Um, right. And uh, yeah, and I even forgot uh, the night before uh, we we met uh, a couple of dudes. I think we were like six people uh, who met at my house and we played uh, the Child of Mandalore uh, thing. Um, and that was kind of fun. I got to, uh, I flew against the uh, Torbjorn, the guy I drew. 
uh, and he was flying some nonsense, and I was flying five Fang fighters in a 23-point list. Jesus. It was glorious. I had to proxy a Fang fighter because I only own four. All it right. was fun and I lost and I don't think that game is very well balanced but what do I know we, I only had time to play one of the two scenarios and only played it once and only tried it from one side so who knows I, I think it's oh. I still think it's a fun uh, it's a fun idea so uh, so shout out to René for uh, for arranging uh, arranging that um, and uh, that was uh, that was fantastic um, yeah I guess that's it. And then, uh, of course, a special shout out to Nobby. Right. That's me. My turn. All right. Um, I don't have a lot. I would like to shout out a newcomer to our group of Icelandic X-Wingers, Thorket or Kieli. Mm -hmm. I played a game against him uh, last Tuesday and <laughs> and Boy, he, he went all in. There was like a sale in Nexus. And oh. he went, yeah. And normally they do like take the slow sellers and put them on discount. That's fine. They did that. And he bought some of that. And then he went like, so I'm buying all this stuff. And I'm going to, how much do you, would you give me a discount if I buy like a bunch of other stuff? And they said, yes. So he bunch of, bought a bunch of other stuff, like <laughs> one of each. Stuff. So he, he, a guy that has zero games under his belt, came with like a fully fledged <laughs> set of X Wing. Uh, you know, he had all the ships. Nice. And it was awesome. So a shout out to him. Uh, a friend of his. I'm blanking on the name. He's coming too. Uh, sorry about that, but it's nice to have newcomers. That is fantastic. And another shout out to Swene, who's no longer the newbie, uh, who started like uh, a month and a half ago. So that's cool. Uh, community is growing. Nice. This is also very nice. I'm looking forward to doing the Thule Challenge next uh, show. And then I'll shout out to Jesper. Oh, the biggest surprise. Yeah. Fantastic. And uh, I mean, um, oh, and wait. A, and a good vacation this to Beasley. Is... Yeah, I have a nice one, buddy. Uh, he's actually going to Portugal, Spain, and Italy in the next month. Oh. Yeah. You what do the hell? like this Southern Europe, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I think it's like going there at this time of year is it's a little much. It's 40 plus degrees, so that's exactly. uh, that's over 100 in Fahrenheit, right? Yeah, yeah it's over 100. It is uh, like when you're when your nights when your nights are like 10 degrees more uh, warm than the highest temperature ever recorded on Iceland outside a volcano, then yeah. I think it might be a bit much. <laughs> it's a bit much. Hopefully he has a pool wherever he is. Um... Yeah, and he can sleep in that. Yeah. 
And I just realized something. This is my first show after being in Denmark, right? Yep. Yeah. So I'll shout out to all the guys that came and played with us in Denmark. It was awesome. It was such a nice weekend. Yeah, that was fantastic. We had a, me and Gizzy had a blast. It was, yeah. Just a perfect weekend of drinking, shooting the shit, playing X-Wing, doing, you know, yeah, doing some things. We went for a walk and went out for dinner and stuff like that, but not too much, not not too little. No. And you're a gracious nice. host. You're always so, welcome. Yeah. We'll come again. That's good. Yeah. So, right. so this is uh, me signing off. Thule's got an out. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye 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 bye. Bye 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 bye. Bye 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 Thank you.